I got a popper stopper in the mail. Does it help? I, I don't know. Why don't you check it, my dear paw? <laughs> okay. I will say something with sibilance or perhaps pop some peas to see if this popper stopper actually porks. <laughs> what the fuck? This is episode 34 of the 100 of some movie thing podcast. Ooh. Yeah. 34 episodes. 34th. We are almost as old as you are. What? No yeah. way. Okay, so this week we are watching Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? Uh, number 67 on the AFI Top 100 Movies of All Times 10th Anniversary list. Now, I've heard of this one. It's a play, right? It was a play, yes. It was a play. By Edward Albee. By Edward Albee. Yeah. And it's uh, got Elizabeth Taylor and... Richard Burton. Oh, Richard Burton. That was not my Richard Burton impersonation. Well, I, I kind of... Okay. Yeah. You were wondering. I wasn't. I will do a Richard Burton. No, not, not that time. Ha ha. All right, so uh, shall we? Um, <laughs> shall we watch this this uh, this black and white thingamabob? Yes. Um, Nineteen sixty-six. Mike Nichols directed. Um, it won great critical acclaim. Did it? Okay. Yes, and is considered by many the quintessential Liz and Dick film. Elizabeth Taylor. Liz, oh, oh, okay. Richard Burton, Dick. I, I realized we were on a first name basis, basis with oh, we all long dead we celebrities. Are with all our celebrities, especially the dead ones. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. yes, 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 yes. Alrighty then. Yes. So, shall we get this going? I think we should. Alrighty. Yes. Well, what do you say to that? Um, <laughs> okay, so, best Twilight Zone episode ever. All right, so, okay, so there are, okay, I, I got a couple of, I got a couple of things. I like this film, but I've got a couple of gripes. Okay. All right, so, um, I, again, with, like, Unforgiven, um, it's one of those movies that you really like it when you get out of the theater, when you stand up, you're like, wow, that was a really great movie. And the second you get out the door, you start thinking wait a minute. <laughs> so, um, so the, the movie is definitely a fine example of uh, making the audience feel very uncomfortable using camera angles. True. Yes. yes. Um, there's a lot of really, really tight focus. Um, there's a lot of, uh, dancing around and like really intimate, Mm -hmm. um, lens a lot of intimate framing, which made me extremely uncomfortable watching it. Which mm -hmm. um, that was actually something that I, I noticed. Uh, this was actually one of the few films on the list that I have not seen before. Really? Yes. Okay. Very familiar with the play, mm -hmm. and the differences between the play were a little bit and the movie were just a little bit jarring, but not very. I mean, I could see why they did the things. What Every, were pretty much everything in the movie happened in the play, uh -huh. but everything in the movie, everything in the play, sorry, happened. At the house. Oh, so the so dancing. The dancing. So... Yeah, there was no driving. There was no... Okay. Yeah. Interesting. And I, I guess that was to kind of break it up, I guess, was the... Uh... Yeah, because yeah. you want to you want to go places in a movie. Yeah, because yeah. you can. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just a bottle episode. Yeah, nobody likes bottle episodes. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this film... Here are my gripes. All right. Um, this film, I felt that... Uh, 
when I watched it, I was like, oh, this is a really good, it was a really good uh, example of rise, of uh, build, tension building. Mm-hmm. But there really was no building of tension. I mean, it started off tense. They did kind of start off right at each other's throats. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah, yeah, yeah. and then it just kind of yeah. like was bump. That's as much. Bump, that is as much a bump. time uh, uh, in history. Yeah. Of this this film works very well as a snapshot of the time that it was made. Mm-hmm. Because you could assume that there were quieter moments, but we know that those things aren't going to be very dramatic, so we better just play the loud moments. Well, the thing is... And they went yeah. from loud... To, to louder. really super fucking loud. And then they went back to loud. And really back down to loud, which was... Th- there was no, there was no like, oh, let's have some pleasant time. Even, Every, the, even yeah. the moments, even the moments when you know that they're just fucking with each other. Yeah. They're still they're, at each other's throats. They're st- no, no, it's not that. It's still... They're still... They started off so tense already... Yeah. ...that there's the letdown from it. You're just being let back down to tension. Yeah. So you go to tense, and then you go up, and then you come back down to tense, and Screaming, that's Screaming, really yeah. F- yeah. And those moments when they're laughing and joking, and they're like, oh, you know, I love you. No, 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 no. they stuff. still... It's still back down to... Now I'm just going to stick the knife in partway. Yeah. Which is kind of weird because there's no... You do eventually get a sense of why they're like that. Yeah. But there isn't that... um, You don't... don't, It's not built up to. It's Uh just revealed. Yeah, that's the thing is that the other thing... The way I kind of imagine this film is like it was a rope being pulled taunt and it started out taunt... And it just kept getting pulled and pulled and pulled and pulled and, and pulled. It starts to fray and then... There was no snap. Right. There was no, there was no like, and that's it. Everybody dies, you know. There was no... <laughs> and not even that. I mean, I've seen films where, you know, the tension isn't that they're killing everybody. The tension is that no one is talking. And, you know, like the, the snapping is no one is talking or anything like that. But it's one of those things where it's like, there was no payoff, I guess. Like there was no resolution; they just kind of kept hating each other. Well, no, not exactly. Yeah, I guess because the payoff wasn't the payoff wasn't. I think maybe what you were expecting was that the older couple mm. were going to use the younger couple as a foil to solve their own relationship problems. I guess, kind of, or they because yeah. that's a very valid thing. That's very much a. That's a very modern standard. You know, what are we what are we trying to solve? What's their character arc? Yeah. You know well, char- yeah. What was their you character? Know, arc? You know what their character arc is in this? They are the horrible warning. Hmm. That's the beauty of this film. They are both a good example and a horrible warning. Yeah, that's the thing. Is that the because uh, at the end of this film? Yeah. There's one shot up from up the stairs or up in the up in the you know, basically through the roof of the house yeah. into the living room. Mm-hmm. And Richard Burton and George Siegel yep. are standing about 10 feet apart, but they're standing exactly the same way. Yep. And Elizabeth Taylor is sitting in the window. Sandy Den- Dennis is sitting in the se- in the in the couch in front of the window, and they're both sitting exactly the same way. Mm-hmm. They're both the same distance apart from each other, as well as from their counterparts. Yep. And at that moment, you realize... That what George and Martha are doing is warning these people that they need to get out. Yeah. That they need to leave. That this will turn into them. They are basically Twilight Zoning 
Yeah, it's it was one of those. They are they are yeah. seeing their older selves. Yeah, and being warned by them. Yeah, which is and, awesome. Yeah, I, it was just, it was an interesting thing. Yeah, um, I felt that because in the movie, sorry to interrupt there. Because no, in no. the movie, you do have the ability to control that angle. Yeah, and I do have some issues with some of the angles that they chose. But in this particular case, that moment is made so clearly. With if you didn't get it up until this point, if yeah. you don't get it, then then you're not going to get it. Yeah, absolutely. Because right before that, George Siegel says, "Oh, I get it now." <laughs> I get it, and then they cut to that angle. Yeah, and they stand there silently, and then they leave. They leave. The young couple leaves. Yeah. So let's go back to the beginning a little bit and <laughs> talk about what this play, what this movie is about, what cool. happens. Just. Just ever so briefly, mm-hmm. George and Martha, uh, an older married couple, older, huh, they're in their 40s. Martha, Martha, <laughs> do we have that's, any uncherished memories? That, <laughs> oh my God. All right, so that's a that's a reference that's a little bit... Um, hey, watch Little Britain, you'll enjoy it. Yeah. Um, watch this and then watch Little Britain. And then that makes that particular then, sketch... Even there. if it was unintentional, it makes it also much more delicious. Anyway. So, George and Martha come home from a party. Mm-hmm. It is revealed that George is an associate professor at a college and that Martha is the daughter of the um, president of the university. Mm-hmm. They have been here for a very long time. George and Martha don't seem to like each other very much. They're, they're, they argue, yeah. but their currency is argument. Yeah. It's revealed fairly quickly that they argue to show how much they love each other. Yeah, I guess it's it's kind of weird and sick, but it still works. Well, I mean that's that's because once you figure it out, once you figure it out, the, and it, and it come the reveal comes in that bedroom scene right at the beginning. Yeah, when she's just said, "There's two. There's a young couple coming over for for drinks after this part. It's already two o'clock in the morning." Yeah, and George is following around, saying, "Why the hell would we want to do that?" Uh-huh. You know, that's crazy. They go upstairs. She makes the bed, cleans and, up the cleans, cleans up, up the, the bedroom, cleans up the bedroom. Which is foreshadowing for... It's a very, very much a foreshadowing thing. But, yeah. but you know, at this point, yeah, you don't know. So she's cleaning out. He gets on the bed, and they're at each other. Just bicker, 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 bicker. And then all of a sudden, they're laughing. Yeah. And joking. Because this is, this is their thing. And that's where that's revealed, that this is how they communicate. Yeah. If they're not yelling at each other, they're not holding hands. Yeah, and that kind of scary kind of fucked up you need therapy kind of way um <laughs> well everybody needs therapy well yeah yeah um so um so a young couple um played by george siegel and um sandy dennis uh nick and honey nick and honey yeah so george and martha and nick and honey they're young mm-hmm. he's 28 she's 20 something He's he's twenty eight and she's like twenty six I think probably they're they're, yeah. they're very very young yeah and Richard or excuse me George is is forty something yeah. yeah I'm forty something yes Martha is one hundred and eight she is one hundred and eight years, years old, old. <laughs> I, there I, are such yeah. delicious lines in this show there uh, ah it's one of my favorites and they gave Richard Burton a lot of those lines though I have to say I mean they're, they're all they're all Georges in the play. Yeah, that's what they I didn't, I know, they didn't but spread it's... them around differently. Okay. She's, um, Martha gets her 
gets hers in the third act. Yeah, that's true. She gets she gets the center stage. She gets the breakdown. She gets a lot of stuff. Yeah. And I think if there's one, if there's one, even though we 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 do get that the the they're trading in in this in this argumentative cur- currency there. Mm-hmm. I think this movie might have been a little bit easier to or might have if there were more levels yeah you know, absolutely the the conversations were all at nine yeah and then if it occasionally got turned up to 13 yeah the um, thing and elizabeth taylor just in general her acting i guess her choice with the character made me feel uncomfortable throughout the whole movie the whole time what because she was out to get laid yeah and then just angry Basically, mom her dad said there's this young guy that's going to come over to your house, and she went, I could have some sex with him. Ding. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, it was one of those, even before she told him that there's a couple coming over, she still made me feel uncomfortable yes. from the get-go. Yes, she because was, she what was... What a dump. What? Wow, you're... Uh, dump. You're you're kind of a... You're just... Wow, you're mean. <laughs> you're mean. And, and she played it off by saying it was a line from a Betty Davis movie. And then they and debate then she, over what the movie is berate, for. No, there was no debate. He didn't give a shit, and she was badgering him about it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, so it's still five in the fucking a, morning. Richard He's tired. Barton, who's known for for playing, you know, great Shakespearean roles and these powerful men, you know, plays a nebbish Quite for nicely. at least the first part of the for the first act or so. Mm-hmm. He plays a nebbish. And he does get his moments. He has a, a, a couple of them. Mm-hmm. He shines particularly when he's first talking to Nick when when the, the ladies have gone to the restroom. Oh, yeah. And it's he's like, just <laughs> talking about all sorts of things. Yeah. And well, not talking about anything at the same time. Not yeah. listening to Nick, constantly repeating back to him, you know, his his misinformation about... Mathematics. Department. Biology. Yeah. Uh, you're in the math department. No, biology. Oh, math, yes, right. biology, of course. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm in the history department. You're in history? Uh, no, biology. Ah, yes, biology, of course. <laughs> biology, of course, like seven times during yeah, the movie. he doesn't care. It comes back, it comes back to him. And it's it's also because he's playing a game. Yeah. And that's the other thing about this beautiful, beautiful thing, is the games they're playing. Mm-hmm. They played Hurt the Host. They, they, oh, they played, no, um, some, and then they were going to play... Hump the Hostess. Hump the hostess. He and, knew exactly why. Well, he even mentioned in 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 the in the first part of the first act that they were playing that the small college campus was good for playing musical beds <laughs> for the staff for the. Uh... Yeah, he he knew exactly why she invited them over from yes. the get go. He's oh, yeah. not a dumb guy. No, no. he's not. No, he's, no, no. His character is not stupid. He yes. was just playing along, I guess. Possibly. I mean, it's it's one of those. It's hard to tell because we only get to sit with these guys for two hours eleven minutes. Yeah. So, so let's yeah. let's talk a little bit about um, one of the issues I had with the camera angles, and uh-huh. and that is the movie didn't seem to know the the they didn't seem to know whether they wanted to be a track mounted camera with dolly shots. And a few snap zooms, or whether they wanted to be a handheld modern picture, um, like Cinema Verite, which was coming coming into its own in this era. Lots of French films with lots of handheld uh, smaller cameras, like shaky cam kind of Not stuff. Not shaky but... cam quite, but 
shaky cam shaky cam is a very deliberate attempt to look like newsreel footage which it doesn't and no it just looks like somebody's taking around and shaking it and giving you you know giving you a little bit of vertigo yeah um this one well you because you're old but you know <sighs> thank you you're welcome thank you. so the the uncomfortable mixture of the camera styles mm-hmm. lends a little bit to the picture but it also, I think, in my case anyway, detracts from it. You think so? I think hmm. so. Because you've got... If if the camera was hand-mounted or being carried around for the entire film, there would have been a certain amount of jiggliness to it that it would have been uncomfortable. Yeah. Okay. But tracking shots on a dolly mm-hmm. that is that are... Um, a little kind, little you could you could like feel the the breaks in the track, you as could, it, you know as you it could, would go over yeah. things, and so there was that go over carpets kind of and odd. stuff. Yeah, it was, and then they would cut to a really close shot where the camera was kind of weaving back and forth, and there was no visual cue or no there was no real cue as to whether are we looking at the rest of the odd of the rest of the group of people through the eyes of the person whose chair we're sitting in now. Uh, yeah. Or, and there... and are, when we cut to the next thing, why are we seeing a three shot of everybody? And Oh wait, no, it's four because there's Richard Burton's arm in the side side. So it's obviously not his point of view. Yeah. But they're still doing that sort of shaky, wobbly. I'm a little drunk thing. So yeah. now the audience is drunk. It's like, it's just kind of, I'm not drunk. This whole movie's drunk. Oh yeah. Um, so, that kind of that kind of bugged me throughout the okay. throughout the film. Um, there were yeah, the, I guess the dancing yeah. in the in the bar when they went to the when they went to the bar to go dancing. Um, the music it was almost it was like okay, so last year or what year and a half ago, Hard Day's Night came out. So there's some handheld stuff in that, and it has music and dancing and stuff. So we better. We better sort of, and the hip beach blanket bingo films are doing this sort of thing, and but we're in black and white, so it's weird. It's like it couldn't decide. Now there's music and and lights, but you can't see the lights because black and white doesn't show the different colored lights. Yeah, very the, well. the oscillating light in the background which was interesting which just, because was, you know what it is. Yeah, you know but exactly it's just sad. what it is, but it's like, oh, okay, all right. Yeah. So there's that. So you have. The um, you have that, and then the camera is kind of going in and out, and it's supposed to be like, oh, it's a music video kind of thing, and the it's sliding yeah. in and out on their faces, and it becomes kind of very stagey, and doesn't really work very well. Uh-huh. Also, in that scene in particular, I didn't I didn't care for um, for Elizabeth Taylor's choices when she's dancing and delivering her lines, and she's doing this sort of chest pumping. Yeah, thing, it's which like worked but didn't because she kept changing her body with her every lines. word and it was really disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> because it didn't have I don't think the same kind of impact. Hmm. But I still I love I like this movie very much. All right. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. What about you? What about you? You kind of touched on all the points that I was oh, going to bring up. Oh, man. Bastard. Go ahead and talk about okay. so, um, Talk about stuff. The, I don't the care. One... It's your podcast, too. You can do whatever. <laughs> um, the, 
Um, so the uh, uh, the the spinning scene, the the lat that like. 30, that, like, 15-second spinning where, you know, they're basically, uh, Martha's screaming at, um, at Richard Burton, Elizabeth Martha's, Taylor. Yeah, Martha's screaming at George. Martha's screaming at George, and basically, he, for him to break the tension, he gets up and starts dancing with Honey. Yeah. And, and makes her spinning sick. spinning around. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and, you know, just be me, me being me. The second that she started, like, getting up and it's like, I need to vomit, she runs over. I was like, oh, she's either pregnant or doesn't want to have his kid. And I look over at my dad and that guy over there, and I say to him, That's did, me. Did, did they know about fetal alcohol syndrome or anything like that back in the 60s? <laughs> I'm just asking because um, she is going at it hard. Holy shit. Well, she does reveal later in the film that she doesn't want to have a baby. And then later on she says she does. She does because... Because they're arguing about their son. Yep. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, she's she's a mousy thing, so son, she's drunk. Oh, and there's so much spoiler. Oh, my God. You should watch this movie. I don't want to spoil it, but it's f- almost 50 years old, so I might as well. Uh, let's see, 1966? Yeah. So it came out in 2013, or it's 2013 now, so... It's, it's 47 it, years it's old. about 47 years old, yeah. 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 So I said it's almost 50. Almost. 50. I'm going to kick you really hard. <laughs> it's going to hurt, and it's not going to come up on the mic because you've got a popper stopper. I don't have the popper stopper right now. Oh, well, whatever. Anyway, um, so, yeah, it was it was one of those things, you know, I, I it was, it, well, first of all, it was pretty obvious from the get-go that the kid didn't exist. Because, okay. um. Was it? Yeah. Um, the, don't do that bit again. Yeah, don't the talk about... what bit? The child, don't the talk... bit. Don't talk about the boy. Don't talk about the boy. Uh, don't, um... There was don't talk about the boy. I'll talk about whatever I damn well like, and then reminds him in front of the guest, don't talk about the boy. Right. And she does to piss him off. And then he mentions, while they're outside getting drunk on the swing and smoking cigarettes, uh, Martha had no... Never had any pregnancies. It's like, oh... Kid's not real. <laughs> They're doing this to fuck with them. Right. Yeah. Right. So, yes, there are little clues all throughout. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but it, it was within the first act. Yes. You know, it was... It but was, it's so... It's so... It just slides right by you. Yeah. A little bit. If you pay attention, it's it's yes. there. But, you know... Well, good on you for paying attention, because mm. that, that gets missed a lot. Really? Oh, yes, because you'll hear, you'll hear people talking about the baby, the boy, the kid, the son... Yeah. Does he exist? No, he didn't. He never did. Never did. And in fact, her entire breakdown at the end is because of the fact that the child never existed because they could not have children. The other thing is that he also permanently killed him off by receiving a telegram saying that he had died. Yes. Swerving away from a porcupine and landing into a very large tree. tree. Yeah. Which kept also which which kept also with the story of how the father died in his novel his novel which may have been a true story about his about his life in this uh, okay all right <laughs> it's it's basically they're telling these stories to make them seem interesting but at the same time they're 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 both in on it and they're wearing it and they're basically just you know using those stories against each other uh-huh and they're they're putting on a show for the 
for the younger couple who's who are in fact in a show themselves. Yes. Yes. How are they in a show themselves? Well, it's it's very it's very meta, you see. Oh, I see. So so there it's a show within a show. Yes, within a show. Yes. It's a Twilight Zone episode. Except there are less live mannequins. <laughs> and what didn't you see the little NASA guy walking around? No. No. He wasn't in there. No, he wasn't. All right. No, he was in Utah. <laughs> he was in Utah. Took off from Florida, landed in Utah. Right. Anyway. So. So. What else? I, I, let's see. Um, let's see. So we talked about the uncomfortable camera angles. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt that, that because they were yelling and screaming for quite a bit, there was a little bit of subtlety lost. I mean, it was... I, I'm not really familiar with the play that much. I mean, uh-huh. what were some of the differences that they had? I mean, was it just simply scene changes, or was there other, like, more plot-related changes that they made? Well, the plot is pretty much the same, except that they wrote in the stuff about the driving. Okay. So the leaving, the going away, that kind of thing. So oh, okay. They can go outside instead of going outside. Yeah, I, I felt it was kind room. of contrived that they were willing to go back to the house after they said that they would walk home. Right, but the wife was put in the back seat where she promptly passed out. And he sat in the front. Ah. And he went home with Martha. Indeed. Yes. Anyway, so... That's really all I have to say about this film. I mean, it was... It was oh, wow, really? Yeah, okay. I mean, it's, no. it's concise. I mean, that's the other thing, is that this movie is very, very concise. I mean, it told its story and then it was done. There are long moments. There are some very long moments. In this film. Absolutely. Which I enjoyed. And again, I think this film, remade today, would not be as impactful. It would not have it would not have the same punch. Absolutely not. Though, if it were remade, you would have the opportunity to try for some more levels with the arguing. Oh uh, yeah. Perhaps perhaps being nice to each other and arguing at the beginning and letting that build as intense in intensity until so then when she says god damn you when the door opens yeah it actually means something instead of just being a snap zoom yeah snap zoom scream after they've been arguing at full bore for the entire night yeah, my you my know? thought would be that they would they would probably do a lot more badgering there would be no hitting at the beginning because that's the other thing. Was yeah, he was lying on the bed. He's like, I want to go to sleep. Let me go to sleep. And then she jumps on top of him yeah. and starts slapping him and goes, who's afraid of Virginia Wolf? Virginia Wolf. You know, the setup for that. Yep. Um, I would have done away with the hitting. I would have done a little bit more uh, drunken, flirtatious bickering a little bit. And I would have made the arguing like right, right before they go to answer the door. And then back to being pleasant. And then kind of just build from there. Huh, kind of do okay. a little bit. Yeah. Kind of give All you right. kind of a little bit of foreshadowing of how the night's going to go, as right. it were. I gotcha. So, you know. Because that's basically what they did for the rest of the night was drunken flirtation. And then, you know, big big moment. And then back to bickering. And, you know, drunken flirtatiousness. Big moment. Black, back to flirt, back to flirting. It was kind of... That's kind of how they did it. But I, it was a little bit less... There was a lot less... Uh, there weren't as many valleys as there were mountains, I suppose. Does that make sense? Yes, it yeah. does. 
It does. Yeah. And you do have to have peaks and troughs. You cannot just have... You can't have ever-increasing peaks. Yeah. Because there were, the audience there were, gets worn out. Yeah. There's... Let's see. So there was... There was... There was a valley, then a peak, then a plateau, then a peak, then a plateau, then a peak, exactly. then a plateau. Exactly. It just kept building. If you building. already start yeah. at, at altitude... Mm-hmm. And you ratchet up from there. When you come back down at the at the end, it doesn't. I don't feel. I didn't feel relieved. I didn't feel like the story was resolved. I was just like, oh, now it's over, huh? Well, there's there's that, and it is said to be. I mean, that's. But which is also impactful. I mean, well. yeah, and that was interesting. But at the same time, it's like, come on, you're killing me here. <laughs> <laughs> it's like there needs to be resolution aside from just you know, oh, we killed the kid. Now this game is over. Now we need to invent a new one. So, well, I think that was also the end of the games. That might have been the end of the games. Hmm. Yeah, maybe now that the kids now that the kid has been killed off, they don't have anything. They don't have that argument to have anymore. Yeah, they've got their guests. They played a good round of get the guest, get the guest. Yes, yes. get the guest. Yes. Oh yeah. So this is obviously it. Yeah this this was definitely a horrible warning. Um, they are the horrible warning. They are the horrible. They are warning. the horrible warning. Yeah, that Nick and Honey need to need avoid, to avoid like the, the plague. They need to be gone from there. Yep, because it will kill them. Indeed. So what's next? Um, what is next? What are we watching next? Next is ooh Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh shit! Really? Yo, shit, really? Oh, yeah. A little bit of face-melting action this time. What? Woo! Yeah, which one is that in? Oh, that's in all of them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all righty. So, well, uh, we'll, hope, we'll hope next week that uh, that Raiders really holds up. Oh, it'll hold up. Are you sure? It'll hold. All right. That's all from right. a different movie. <sighs> all right. So, um, if you'd like to have a discussion about the... Um, Virginia Wolf, please feel free to uh, look us up on Facebook. 100ofsomething.com. Oh, wait, podcast.100ofsomething.com, where you got this thing. Hey, email us at 100something at gmail.com. Look us up on Twitter. I'm at Mr. Bowen, and he's at the underscore fro. And we'd love to hear from you because, you know, it gets lonely in the podcastle. Oh, so very lonely. <laughs>